Ladies and gentlemen, the Conservative Daily Podcast is back on the air. And now your host, Max McGuire. Welcome back. Second hour of the show. 888-441-1121 is our number. Call in if you would like to opine. Still very interested in hearing from Afghan war vets or or if you served in Iraq or anywhere for that matter. I want to hear from you. I want to hear again from anyone who is a mother or father, had a loved one serve, husband, wife. <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm struggling to contain the rage. And I, ne- I had never stepped foot one foot in Afghanistan. I never saw someone bleed or die over there for this nation. I, I never witnessed any of that. I cannot imagine the pain, the anger, the rage, the heartbreak going through the men and women who sacrificed so much, who lost so much. I, I can't even fathom it. I, I'm, I'm trying to, ima- I'm, I'm literally trying to imagine what it would feel like to have lost a, a friend in Afghanistan, to have, to have lost a limb, to have lost your husband or your wife. While this man, Joe Biden, checks the time. Back to my screen. I, I, I can't imagine it. I cannot imagine it. So if, if you would like to explain and share what you're feeling, what you're thinking, I can't promise that we have all the answers. I can't. I, I don't even know if I have most of the answers or even some of the answers. But if you want to use this as as your little, as your soapbox, a place for you to vent, feel free. 888-441-1121 is our number. So we, we're getting some reports. They didn't allow cameras to show the interaction between Joe Biden and the families of the the fallen soldiers. They didn't let that happen. They knew better. You got to see the, the dignified transfer, but you didn't get to see the actual interactions. But we are starting to get some descriptions of how that went down. If we put up image number eight, Mr. Producer. Image number eight from an article. It says, only Gianna, who is expecting the couple's next chi- a child next month, stayed, but she left disappointed, Royce said. The president brought up his son, according to her account, describing his son's military service and subsequent death from cancer. It struck the family as scripted and shallow, a conversation that lasted only a couple of minutes in total disregard to the loss of our Marine, Royce said. You can't F up as bad as he did and say you're sorry, Royce said to the president. This did not need to happen, and every life is on his hands. The White House declined to comment on the private conversations Biden had with the families. So that's the first bit. Put up image number nine. More news we're getting from that. Oh, it's at the bottom. Great. One of McCollum's sisters, Royce, said she and her sister and her father joined McCollum's wife, Gianna McCollum, on the trip. But when it came time to meet with the president, they left the room because she said they did not want to speak with the man they held responsible for McCollum's death. It's incredible. So we have a caller. We have Bill. He's a retired service member. Wants to talk about what he's uh, what he's thinking. Bill, welcome to the show. Yeah, I've called before. This is the second call for me. But uh, well, welcome back. You. I'm sorry it's under these circumstances. Yeah, I'm telling you, I went I went to the White House 
email page and I said, resign, RSVP. And I told my congressman three things, treason, 25th Amendment or impeachment and or all of it. There are ways to get people out. And the ways you get people out is very simple. You remove the civilians, you remove the staff, you remove the equipment, you blow the hell out of everything else after the boots are off the ground. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, they've spent 20 years in Afghanistan perfecting how to blow up caches of weapons. They find a cache, they blow it up. They find IEDs, they blow it up. They're very good at blowing things up in Afghanistan right now. U.S. forces. I want. Did you did you see the report that the Taliban found an entire pallet of hundred dollar bills? Yeah, wasn't that nice of them? <laughs> it's just you don't even have to blow that up. Just light it on fire. How about not put it there in the first friggin' place? That's my yeah. money they put there. Yeah. No, that is uh, you're absolutely right. I, I don't have answers. I'm just, I'm, it's so frustrating. If we put up my screen, Miss Producer, and then, this is one of the videos. This is one of the videos I'll let you keep talking just so people can see. I'm not making it up. Um, if we put up my screen, Miss Producer Josh, there is a video that's been circulating around of the Taliban finding an entire pallet of U.S. $100 bills. Go ahead. Keep going, Bill. And then uh, that piece of crap. Oh, you don't know how many times I've said other words, but that piece of crap oh, has no. the nerve to look at his watch. When, when President Trump was called away from a White House briefing to go in the friggin' rain to stand there without a damn umbrella for this son of a bitch to be, oh! No, I, I hear you. <laughs> it's, 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 it's terrible. And they criticized Trump for it. They criticized Trump yeah. for it. Oh, well, he ran away from the meeting. Yeah. Look where he was standing. At attention, yeah. in the rain, without an umbrella, without anybody standing next to him. Other than Obama. And this piece of crap has to check his watch. His He's a very busy man. Yeah, <laughs> it's pills. <laughs> it's pill time. I don't know. I don't know. So, so Bill, um, when did you serve, if you don't mind my asking? I served in 78 to 98 as man and boy. Okay. Well, thank you for your service. Um, it's, uh, this, this doesn't get easy, no matter, no matter when you serve. Watching, no. watching the, the, the military you served in, the country you fought for, bend and cave and surrender like this, it, it, it doesn't get easy. But uh, what, I mean, if, if you like had I a said, comment, it's very simple. Go ahead. Like I said, it's very simple to get people out. Civilians, staff, yeah, equipment, boots on the ground, and blow anything else up. Yeah. So if I don't want to put you on the spot, but there are a lot of veterans who are really hurting right now. Like I talk to people that are that before this they were calm, collected, put together. They are asking for people to help them talk them off the ledge. What would you say to a veteran who served in Afghanistan watching this happen right in front of them? What would you say to them? What advice call would you your, give them? Call, call your congressman. Call anybody. Get a bullhorn. Yell it to the tops of the roofs of them. Everything. There are 350 million Americans and I'll 
damn well Biden didn't get any one million votes. Yeah. There are more of uh, us you're, you're, than there you're right. are of them. You drive down the road, you drive down the road, every time you see a flag, think of that as somebody that has either served, had somebody served, or has something that can help them. Now you're right. And I don't mean these stupid rainbow flags. Well, hey, hey they, they had an excellent gay pride party right before they abandoned Afghanistan. It was, it was fabulous. The cake was superb. No, I, I understand what you're saying. You're, you're right. Right. I mean, there what are we a, even doing there here? Was a, there, there was a picture on the Babylon Bee. Okay. Marine fully armed, a cartoon, and the Taliban handed him. He says, you want this flag back? It's a rainbow flag. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that one. The better one, the, the other Babylon Bee, one I, I thought was, was pretty humorous in the midst of all this was uh, Taliban buys Hunter Biden's art to put in presidential palace. <laughs> no, you have to find something to laugh and, uh, at. Because this is so and the reason And the reason why he pulled out the way he did is because his CCP handlers said, we want the rare earths. We're going to yeah, pay you to get out. Be. Yeah, I mean, that that's just... <laughs> <laughs> that's much. That's a much better explanation than he just doesn't give a crap about America and wants to hurt us. I mean, you know he's so leveraged in everything overseas. He, he's connected to everything. He doesn't, he's connected even to what, yeah. he doesn't even know if his pants are on. Never mind what's going on. <laughs> You're right. I watched. I watched him degenerate from long before the election. He was degenerating. My mom went through this. Any fool, anybody that doesn't think that he is Alzheimer's is a fool. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, Bill, I, I, I appreciate the call. And uh, be before I leave, before I, we leave you, I, I, you, you joined up in the military after the fall of Saigon. Right? Yeah, so you, very, you joined up when after I was Saigon. In, when I, when I joined up, it was 78. The fall of Saigon mm -hmm. was 75. Yep. And I had DI saying, if you screwed up, we have places in East Asia for you. So it was still going <laughs> yeah. on in 78. Don't let nobody tell you differently. Oh, no, I, I believe and it. My grenade but... course, my grenade course was simple. You take the, take the grenade, pull the pin, stand up, and you go, cover me while I throw my hand grenade. Yeah. Die, you commie bastard, yeah. die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Claymore. It literally says point towards enemy. <laughs> it's very simple. Very simple. So you joined after the fall of Saigon. So you understood what what defeat in Vietnam. Not it's, It wasn't the boots that did that. It was the suits. Did you ever yeah, fathom? Yeah, it was the suits. Did you ever fathom that, we do it that again? you could see something like this again? Well, I knew it was coming the minute they stole the election. I knew crap was going to hit the fan. And like that yeah. colonel said, it's a cluster act. A major cluster act. Yeah, it really is. It really, really is. Well, well Bill, I, I appreciate your call. Um, thank you. You're, you're honest, right? D don't self-censor. <laughs> we all we all need to say exactly how we feel. But I, I really do appreciate well, you calling me. Well, I don't need Bill. producer Josh going back and beefing <laughs> up 90 million things that I said. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, I do appreciate it. But thank you so much, Bill, for calling in. And have a great rest of your day.
You too. Thanks. Uh, no, he, listen, whether you served or not, the emotions are all the same. And I, 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 again, I, I can't, I, don't, I didn't serve. So I don't know ex- precisely how people are feeling, but if it's anything like Bill, it's, it's, it's pretty much what I'm feeling, just a little bit more amplified. A little bit, a little bit more, <laughs> more personal. So we have another call. We have John. He's an Iraq war vet. Wants to talk about Biden and whether or not he is executing his duties. John, welcome to the show. Hi, how you doing? Pretty good. So, John, when and where did you serve? If you don't mind my asking. I, ser- I served in Iraq in 2004. Uh, okay. I was on uh, Al Air Base doing security for the General's Compound. Okay. Um, well, welcome to the show. Um, did you, you never served in Afghanistan. Do you have, did you have buddies who, who served in Afghanistan? Yeah, I've got a, a couple of buddies who went on to serve to Af- in Afghanistan after, uh, the Iraqi conflict, uh, close buddy of mine was a scout sniper. Uh, I haven't heard from him in years, but, uh, um, everything that's going on, I've been trying to get a hold of him, see how he's doing. I yeah. just can't get a hold of him. So, so what, what are you seeing? Cause I, again, I didn't serve. But I, I, I feel like if, if it's anything like what Bill was just was just saying, um, what, what, what do you feel? I'll, I'll let you say. I won't put words in your mouth. What's your reaction it, watching this unfold in real time? It's treason. Biden is a treasonous pig, and he's a degenerate who doesn't know what he's doing. He shouldn't have been appointed to presidency in the first place. And... He needs to be arrested for treason. He needs to be impeached, and he needs to be completely removed and sent to Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, because well, I, I giving out I giving out the names I, of, of yeah. the giving out the names of the people uh, that helped us, our, our our allies, and pulling out the way he did. It, it's just it's ass backwards. It, you pull it out. Is. You pull out the civilian personnel. You pull out the equipment. You you pull. Then you pull out the military personnel. I mean, uh, Trump had a kind of a treaty, I guess you could say, with uh, Al Qaeda, and said, you know, as long as the troops are there, don't do anything, and they agreed to that. Yeah. And as soon as Biden yeah. pulled the troops before everything else, they just took over. Yeah, I mean, I mean. Who- you don't blame them. I mean, they're terrible, right? No. They're terrible. But it, it, it's not they're like terrible. they did something but honestly, underhanded. They, they were doing what they were asked to. Yeah, they were doing what they were asked by by Trump. They didn't do anything until the troops started pulling out. Yeah. Yeah. No. So let me ask you this. I'm trying to look forward and see how, and ask how does the United States ever operate in a foreign country? How do we ever have intelligence assets overseas? If the U.S. government is just going to hand over the list of names, can you imagine? I mean, I don't know what you were in particular doing in Iraq, but I have to imagine that that whether it was directly or indirectly, that that you you had contacts with with Iraqis, right? People who were helping. Yeah, I just I I can't wrap yeah, my head we, around we, how we, we had people come in. I mean, we we had people doing the uh, the water pumps, the honey su- the honey suckers, or the uh, the the shit trucks. Um, we had people come in for repair on the generators, for, uh, repair on everything else, and 
they had the uh, the names of those guys that helped us out go straight to Al Qaeda or ISIS or whoever it is that's that's actually in charge over there. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like it's it's like handing you know, it's like handing people's names in a silver platter, saying, "Hey, go kill these people." Yeah, yeah, it, it is. That's basically what he did. Yeah, yeah, and and now we're hearing it, reports that they are executing people in the streets. You you have to wonder: Are they executing people off of that list? Did they turn a rescue list into a kill list? We I don't can know. almost guarantee it. Yeah, I mean, it, I can it almost seems guarantee it. Likely, yeah. Because it's, just, it's, it's, it's only the translators. It's only the people that actually helped us out uh, during the conflict. And it's also from from uh, one source I heard, they're killing U.S. civilians, too. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't know. We don't know yet because we don't have control over the hospitals. We don't We have no idea. Because Joe Biden no. was offered control of Kabul and he said, no, thank you. Taliban can have it. <laughs> I mean, uh, wow. Like, can you imagine? Could you imagine the Viet Cong? marching towards Saigon. The Viet Cong stop at the edge of Saigon. They say, hey, um, do you want to keep Saigon or do you want us to have it? And could you imagine Ford saying, no, you can have it. It would have been, he would have been physically dragged out of office. That pisses me off. Yeah, it's one thing to make a mistake. Yeah, he would have been dragged out of office. It's one thing to make a mistake and say, hey, we got got overrun. We got overrun. We've all seen the videos Mm -hmm. and the pictures from Saigon. We got overrun. Nothing we could do. It's another thing to say you can have it, and you pick up the starter's pistol, you shoot up in the air, and you and you say, go at it. I mean, that's what Biden did. He said he can that's have it. What the bull is yours. It's shameful. Wow. It's ass backwards, to use it's, your word. <laughs> it, it is. It, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's treasonous. It, it, he, he needs to be removed from office immediately. But the only problem is that Kamala's going to take over. And once Kamala takes over, we have to wait until she fucks up and does something like this to where, where we can get her out of office, then, then who, who's left? Uh, uh, Speaker of the House. That's Nancy Pelosi, yeah. 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 So we're screwed either way. No, but we're screwed either way. But as I've been saying, the solution isn't you let the treasonous ass stay in office, right? It can't just be that he has worse people behind him. You, you do this, you're gone, Period. I mean, yeah. we can't live it, in a country. It, he, he needs to be gone, but we, yeah. but we, we need to also prepare for the ass backwardness of Kamala Harris and Pelosi yeah. because they're going to be doing the same shit. Yeah, no, they will, they will. But we, we, we cross that bridge when we get to it. We, we, we cross that bridge when we get to it. They have all done impeachable things on day one. If Donald Trump can be impeached after yes. he leaves office, then they can be impeached for things before they entered office. Fact. I, I, I don't think impeachment is enough. They need to be arrested for treason and sent to Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. Well, if, if you sign that, if you start that petition, I will sign up. I will sign my name on it um, as soon right. as I say it. Well, well <laughs> I, I want to thank you, John. And if, if you are able to contact any of your friends who served in Afghanistan, um, again, I, I can't wrap my head around the thoughts that they're feeling. I've talked to a few of them, and they're in a really dark place. So if you can. If if you can if you yeah. do manage to reach out to them, just express to them that the whole country has their back and and that they their service was not meaningless and uh, and give them the support that they need because will do they're really hurting. But thank you for your call, John. I appreciate it. All right, thank you very much for having me. No problem. Again, our number eight 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 four four one 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 two one. If you want to call in, let us know. Um, talk with veterans. Talk families of veterans. Even if you're not a veteran. 
don't feel like it's not open to you. Um, as I said, I, I was in middle school when 9-11 happened. That's how long we've been there. <laughs> I was in middle school when 9-11 happened. My entire adult life has been defined in, in some way, um, built up around this endless war in Afghanistan. And we all knew it had to end. We all knew it couldn't go on forever. Everyone knew that. But no one wanted to leave like this. Bodies fall. I mean, just think about what happened last week and realize the week before, bodies were falling from airplanes. I mean, it feels like an eternity. It feels like an eternity from bodies being mangled in the landing gear because they were so desperate to get out of Kabul. It feels like that was a month ago. No, that was two weeks ago. That was the best withdrawal ever. I don't know. I don't know. So we're, we're hearing, so the reports that we had indicated, I mean, we, we put this up, we can put it up again. Um, if you put up image number three, put up image number three. Um, this is the report that we, we were starting, we were seeing today. Emily Miller, we're dealing with Kabul. There's seven buses of female American citizens. The CG, I, I assume that's commanding general, refused to open the gate. We have a congressman with us, and he had the State Department reach out. M.G. Donahue refused. Ten minutes ago, the females were taken by the Taliban. They are likely dead now. So we cannot confirm which congressman was involved. I don't know. I, I don't think this literally means the congressman was on the ground with them. I think it was just the congressman was communicating with them and helping them run these operations. These are the operation like the, the Pineapple Express, Team America, the veterans who are over there doing the job that Biden won't do. We do know now from Ronnie Jackson, congressman from Texas. He has come out and he has put out a video explaining how he, his constituents, American citizens, have been blocked from entering the airport in Kabul. I want to play this clip for you. Not saying that he's the congressman involved in that, but it's just very interesting that the day that they release that the veterans are saving Americans and they got turned away is the same day that Ronnie Jackson comes out, congressman Ronnie Jackson. And, uh, and blows the whistle on his constituents being denied entry to the airport. Let's play this. This is cut number four. I'm Congressman Ronnie Jackson. I'm here at the United States Capitol. This is where every member of Congress needs to be in a time of national crisis like we're in right now. I ask Nancy Pelosi, please reconvene Congress. Get us back here. We need information about what's going on in Afghanistan. President Biden has failed this country miserably. We are in an intense national security crisis overseas. Congress needs to be involved in what's happening. We've already had 13 U.S. service members killed. There are others that are in harm's way right now. I have American citizens, U.S. citizens from my district that are stuck in Kabul right now. They have tried numerous times to make it through the checkpoints and get to the gate. They've been at the airport and the United States State Department has done absolutely nothing, nothing to help them. They went this last time at 5 a.m. Kabul time this morning to try one last time to get out. The 15-year-old son was beaten. The mother had a gun put to her head. The Taliban told her that they did not care who she was and they didn't care about her passport. If she came back, they would kill her. This is a travesty. This is not the United States of America that I fought for 29 years to defend. What is going on? This makes my blood boil. I ask Nancy Pelosi, I demand Nancy Pelosi, bring members of Congress back right now. We have to put this to a stop. We have to do something about this crisis and we have to do it now. Spot on. I mean, I mean just listen to that story he just told. They've, they've gone to the airport over and over and over again. They finally reached the gate. They finally got through the checkpoints. 
They reached the gate. They were turned away by the U.S. forces. Turned away. They held up their passport, said, I'm an American. They were turned away. Just wrap your head around that. Wrap your head. I mean, I've never been, I said, I've never been to Afghanistan. I have lived abroad in the Middle East for, uh, I've spent a summer in Lebanon. And it was nowhere near this, right? Nowhere near. Uh, there, there were discotheques, there were nightclubs, there were bars, nowhere like this. But they still had checkpoints on certain roads. And you still had to show your papers and show your, your, what you're doing there. And if you couldn't convince the, the soldier that you deserved to pass, they wouldn't let you pass, right? In some areas of Lebanon, where they had lots of Christians, they had their own Christian checkpoints in certain areas, where they had their own police making sure that the people coming in there weren't going to go attack them or something. You know, other parts, you have the Druze. It was very common. It's very common in the Middle East to have checkpoints. And usually you can get through. Sometimes you have to give them a little money, but usually you get through. Very corrupt. But in Afghanistan, they don't care. These people don't care about your passport. They can't read. We said it earlier on the show, only 45%, somewhere around there, of Afghan males can read. What, what do they care about your passport? They can't read. They, <laughs> they're not going to help you. So the, this, this woman that Ronnie Jackson just told the story of, she fought through the checkpoints, finally reached the airport after multiple tries. She gets there and the U.S. turns her away. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> what, what are we even doing here? What are we doing here? Josh, mark the time. What the f*** is this? I, mean, I, I, I Seriously. She gets to the airport and they turn her away? We're hearing reports of entire buses of American women getting to the airport and being turned away? What the hell? The last civilian flight allegedly left an hour ago. Hour and a half ago. I get confused with the time zones. I can actually, I can tell you what time specifically. It was, it was being left 1 PM Eastern. Oh, so it was a couple hours ago, two and a half hours ago was the last scheduled civilian flight. Everything after this point, at least on paper is the military and officials, government officials, documents, the equipment, weapons, you name it. But there are reporting what we're hearing, not a single American civilian flight planned. So what do they do? What did they do? What does that woman do? She's beaten, had a family member beaten, had a gun point at her, said, go away. Well, what does she do tomorrow? When the United States leaves tomorrow, what does she do? She's stuck in Kabul, Afghanistan. Do you think that there's going to be international flights operating after Hamid Karzai International Airport? No. Those people are gone. Anyone who's intelligent enough to be an air traffic controller, they're gone. Who in their right mind would stay in Afghanistan? Listen, Afghanistan is going to experience probably the biggest brain drain that we've ever seen in world history. Brain drain, uh, we said on the show a couple days ago, but if anyone wasn't listening, the brain drain is, is a concept that when you have refugees and we have asylum seekers, when lots of people flee a country, it tends to be the smarter people who flee first. They bring the money, they bring the wealth, they, they leave with the intelligence. An example of that would be in Cuba. Everyone knows Cuban cigars, Cuban cigars. What people don't realize is that the reason that there is a Cuban Cohiba and a uh, Dominican Republic Cohiba is that the family behind Cohiba fled. They fled Cuba when it, when it collapsed into com communism. So these experts, skilled cigar makers, they all left. So the, the early Cuban Cohibas after the fall were terrible. 
terrible because all the skilled craftsmen fled. They took their money, they took their decades of expertise, and they fled. So Cuba took a long, it took a long time for them to figure out how to make those cigars again. That's just cigars. It's a, it's a brain drain. You're going to see the same thing in Afghanistan. 45% of men can read and write. Women aren't allowed to read and write now. But before that, it was like 17%. You're really going to have a goat herder waving the waving the planes in with the flags or the little, uh, flashlights? No, of course not. There's no planes. There's no planes taking off forever, probably. I know there's some countries that want to continue operating the international airport. There's not going to be a plane going out of there. These people are stuck. They are stuck there. And wait, what we you know what we hear from the Biden administration? They're saying, "Well, we're going to have we're going to put pressure, going to pressure on the Taliban." to make sure that they help the Americans that we leave behind. What kind of pressure are they talking about? Well, we're not going to let them enter the community of nations. What does that mean? We are going to boycott them. Oh, yeah? We're not going to let them go to the UN. I don't think they care. But this is the kind of stuff that the Biden administration is actually talking about. This is like some twisted, idiotic, model United Nations summit that you have some middle schoolers at. I mean, they're like, oh, well, if they want to enter the family of nations, they must stop. That, that's like what the Biden administration is saying. They like, oh, we're going to use diplomacy. The Taliban is going door to door with the list that Biden gave them and executing people. And Biden's response is that we're going to use diplomacy. We're going to use economics. We're going to use international relations. It, it, it's so asinine. It's so idiotic. No, uh, uh, Joe's not on, but we'll say it's trash. It's trash, which brings us to the synonym of the day. If we put up our screen, my screen, Mr. Producer, today's synonym is, drum roll, put up the screen, put up the screen, feckless, weak, ineffective, worthless, irresponsible, feckless. Used in a sentence. Joe Biden is a is a feckless, dementia-ridden piece of crap. Not my quote. That comes from one of the mothers of the fallen soldier. I don't know. I don't know how we come back from this. I don't. I, I like to think that nothing is permanent, that anything can be can be fixed. But I don't know. I don't know how we come back from this. Joe Biden dropped a bomb yesterday on someone. They won't tell us who. That's how you know. They said, oh, we dropped a bomb on the person who planned it. Oh, what's their name? We're not going to tell you. They won't tell us who they dropped a bomb on. But we're starting to get a picture of who exactly was killed in that strike. If we go ahead and put up image number 10, Mr. Producer. Image 10. We're starting to get an image of who was killed. Oh, it's all the way over there. Okay. Um, nine people killed by the U.S. rocket attack in Kabul. Um, an interpreter, an army officer, a shopkeeper, a student, a student, a two-year-old, a two-year-old, a four-year-old, and a three-year-old. That's nice. So they won't tell us the name of the terrorist. You know why they don't want to tell us the name of the terrorist? We can take that down. Because they don't want us to find out that he was in prison two weeks ago. And the Taliban let him out when we abandoned Afghanistan. They don't want you to know that. Or they don't want you to know that he was in he was in Guantanamo Bay when Obama let him out. Because if he, if he was in Guantanamo Bay when Trump let him out, they'd tell you the name. They'd tell you the name in a heartbeat. But no, they won't tell you who they bombed. They won't tell you who they bombed because they don't want you to know how he got out of prison. That's my guess. 
That's my guess. So I want to try and figure out a way to end this in, I mean, it's, I like to be lighthearted. I like to joke around. I like to be sarcastic. I like to use puns. I like to try and make it enjoyable. It's really hard. It's really hard to make this lighthearted because we're literally witnessing treason unfold in front of us. And <laughs> it feels like I'm taking crazy pills because the media is still covering for Biden. So I want to I want to try and I want to try and make the last half lighthearted. I don't know if I can, but if you want to call in and, and let me know how, what you're thinking about all this, whether you served or not, number is 888-441-1121. Um, going to do that in a second, but first I have to mention that this podcast is sponsored by Air Medicare Network. Air Medicare Network, the premier insurance coverage to cover you and your loved ones should any of you need to be airlifted to a hospital for a medical emergency. We don't get to choose when medical disasters strike. We don't get to choose how we go to the hospital. Oftentimes, whether you're hiking or on a mountain or even just in the suburbs or in the city, you'd be surprised how often people have to be airlifted to another hospital just for traffic, right? Just because the ambulance wouldn't be able to make it there. Well, that, that can cost a ton. In some areas of the country, upwards of 60 grand for a short helicopter flight from one town to another. With Air Medicare Network, you don't have to worry about that cost. It starts at just $85, covers you and your household for one year. It works out to be less if you're a senior citizen, though then it's just you and your spouse. But if you want coverage for your whole household, you can buy three or five years at a time and it works out to be less per year. And when you become an Air Medicare Network, should you ever need to be airlifted for a medical emergency, you won't pay one cent for the flight. And there are, as long as you're flown by an AMC and provider, and they fly over 100,000 patients a year. So you're going to want to make sure you go to the link. It's in our description, but I'll say it out loud for everyone listening to the audio version. AirMedCareNetwork.com forward slash daily, D-I-I-L-Y. And then use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. It's free money, up to $50 back, depending on how many years you sign up for. Again, that's AirMedCareNetwork.com forward slash daily. And use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. So let's try and make this a little lighthearted. Let's try. Mill Dot said maybe the Air Med Care Network evacuation could have helped in Afghanistan. Maybe they could. I, I doubt if you put, <laughs> they don't even have zip codes, but I doubt they fly there. But I bet you, I bet you they do a hell of a better job than Joe Biden. That's for sure. That is absolutely for sure. But I mean, it's been really interesting having them as a sponsor over the past couple of weeks because this is the time when you have to think about, well, how am I going to get where I need to go in an emergency, can't count on the government, right? Well, this is the coverage to help you. So I want to make this a little lighthearted, and and I, uh, I I I apologize. Please don't. And I know there's a hurricane, there's this disaster. I want to make this a little lighthearted because what we're seeing from Joe Biden, it's just so ridiculous. It's just so ridiculous. It, it's it's devoid of any logic, reason, or, or strategy. So I'm, I'm not going to make fun of it, but I want to show you just how ridiculous it is. So I don't know if anyone of you have read the book, The Art of War. The Art of War, if we go ahead and uh, go ahead, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. The Art of War was written by Sun Tzu. If we put up my screen, people can see it. Oh, what's going on here? All these graphics are <laughs> just put up my screen normal. <laughs> here we go. Sun Tzu, The Art of War. Um, he has all these, all this advice. Some of it is good. Some of it's bad, but generally it's good. It's like how to predict what your enemy is going to do, how to be one step ahead of them. Um, 
it's it's a must read if you if you if you're going to go into the military if you want to um if you want to be all about strategy in the military or out um you got to read this book and he has let me take this down he has lots of sayings and it's all like like how to prepare for your enemy how to be one step ahead of him as he said um people have been posting people have been posting these memes on twitter on on facebook of joe bidenisms it's like almost like a biden zoo so if we take down my screen, Ms. Bruce, I want to go through some of these just to show you how ridiculous it is from a military strategy perspective. Go to image 11, Biden Zoo. We're going to go through these pretty quickly. Always abandon your most strategic air base right before an evacuation. Sun Tzu, the art of war. No, oh, Joe Biden nailed that one. Image 12, next one. Give your enemy... A list of your forces. Oh, he nailed that one. Nailed it. Wow, Joe, Joe Biden's really on his game. Next one. Let's go to the next one. I'll just keep going. Just keep going down the list. Go on vacation while your troops are in battle. That happened. Generals were on vacation. Blinken, the Secretary of State, was on vacation when Afghanistan was falling. Excellent advice from Sun Tzu. Biden Tzu. Go on vacation while your troops are in battle. Next one. Leave night vision goggles and surface-to-air missiles lying about unattended. Very good advice. Very good advice. That, that's how you win wars. Next one. If your enemy doesn't have helicopters or drones, give them to him. That's perfect. That's perfect. Joe Biden did it. He did it. I don't know how many I sent you, but there's the next one. Put it up. <laughs> Arm your enemy with your own weapons. Did it. Bingo. Next one. Always let terrorists dictate the rules. Oh, <laughs> it's following the playbook. This is perfect. And this is the last one. Check your watch in front of the families of your fallen warriors. Yep. The memers are on their game, Zach. You're right. How Joe... <laughs> I don't know how Joe Biden gets away with this. I don't know how there's no one there screaming at the top of their lungs. Screaming at the top of their lungs. Susie Q says, oh, oh, okay, now I know this isn't from the book. No, none of these are from the book. None of these are from the book. These are just sarcastic things that are the opposite of what this Chinese uh, strategian would have recommended. No, they're, none of them are in the book. They're all made up. I just, I don't know how there's no one in the White House flipping out of this. I don't know how no one has resigned. I don't, remember every time Donald Trump did something, there was always a string of resignations saying, I can't be a part of this. Oh, he, he met with Kim Jong-un. I can't be a part of this. Remember that? It's happening like every couple months. Oh, I can't be a part of this. Notice how not one person has resigned. Not one. So we have we have Doris on the line. Doris wants to talk about what we should do with Biden after he is <laughs> convicted of treason. Doris, welcome to the show. Hi. Okay. Hey, how's it going? I'm, well, I'm trying to keep. Uh, my you can cool, be honest. But yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Okay. What what I'm thinking. 
and I have thought this from the beginning, I think this whole thing was orchestrated. Do you mm-hmm. notice, I don't know if you noticed, that Pelosi had her big party and truck in California, and Chuck Schumer had his big party in, in New York about the same time these bombings were going on. The yeah, day before, we, we, or day we, after. We played it. Chuck Schumer was dancing to... Uh, to uh, oh, with Steve fight, Colbert. Uh, some rap song, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's all happened. I think they planned this to a T. And just just what just what was said about this 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 um this person that you just talked about. I wish you'd have gone to the next thing he said to do because we can look, read this and tell exactly what they're going to do. Well, so so the ones I was reading, they're not actually from the book. The book is like the book oh. has like good advice. These were like memes uh-huh. that people had made to show how ridiculous Biden is. <laughs> right? Oh, okay. So, yeah, so it, it's it's made to be a little comical, but but yeah, okay. I mean, was, everything I Joe Biden is doing it. is the everything Joe Biden is doing is the opposite of what Sun Tzu told them to do. Um, so that's oh, kind of the joke. Oh, there. okay. I probably didn't set it up right. <laughs> I thought, God, notice he's falling at two and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. glad I made you laugh. Yeah. today. <laughs> well, we we got to find something to laugh at because, and, and it's there's nothing funny about this. But if we don't if we don't find no, something not. to at least chuckle at, we're all going to go insane. We are. We are. Oh, it, it can't I just know. be. It can't just be stress nonstop. So that's why I, I try to make people chuckle at least a little bit but so what, what do you think well, should you happen to Joe I, Biden? I think joe biden needs to go to prison i think his wife needs to go to prison if she don't go to prison for treason she ought to go to prison for abuse of a of a mentally disturbed person and i think that Elder the whole, their whole whole group should be convicted of, of treason and put in gitmo we need to clean that place up because yeah. it's gonna have a lot of people in it well, and that's I'll, I'll the way tell I feel. you. But yeah, go ahead. Keep going. I Sorry. don't think anything's going to happen to any of them. Yeah, they're too I high mean, up the ladder. So it's interesting that you mentioned doctor. We have to make sure we call our doctor, Doctor Jill Biden. Um, what history has shown us is that when there are presidents who are secretly unable to do the job, whether it be FDR uh-huh. or for a bit, a bit. Historians say Reagan was in the same the same boat when they when they right. were losing a step and they and they couldn't do it. The first ladies would step in and they would fulfill certain parts of the role. If it is ever found out that Jill Biden gave any order whatsoever related to this or that she relayed a message from from her husband, anything like that, then then absolutely she deserves to be locked up. I don't know if the, the history books will ever get into that. But if Joe Biden is as right. bad as we think he is, chances are she is fulfilling a similar role to other first ladies in the past, and she's do- and she's making some decisions. So, but that's terrifying. But you know what? Yeah, but you know what was so strange? She has not been in the public eye, except for when they went to to see the when they took the yeah. um, the soldiers off the plane. Yeah, yeah. she hasn't she been hasn't in the public been eye around for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, in fairness, she she did. I think she either had foot surgery or she broke her foot. 
So the last oh, time I saw right. her, she, she she had a big boot on her foot. So I, I don't I don't yeah. hold it against her for not for not running marathons or anything or getting out there. Um, but no, she yeah. has been noticeably absent. But then again, Joe Biden has been noticeably absent, right? So it's not no, all that true. crazy. Not all that crazy. Um, do you think we can? Do you think we can get him out? Do you think it's possible? I hope it's possible, but you know these lazy ass. Uh, Republican Senate has got to get stand up instead of sitting in there. I am so tired of hearing them gripe about yeah. everything for, for every damn day. Yeah. You know, that they're, they're well, all saying the same thing. Get up and do something about it. Yeah. If you remember, if they're going to when, if you remember in the first two years of the Trump presidency when republicans had the house of representatives democrats were able to force votes on impeachment they never went anywhere but with nancy pelosi's help they forced an up or down vote on whether to impeach donald trump and if you remember one of those votes was after he to- he yelled at nfl players to stop kneeling so they had a vote uh-huh right right now yeah kevin mccarthy has the power to introduce a privileged resolution for impeachment articles he has the power to force a vote now, chances are the Democrats won't vote with us, won't vote with us this time, right? But he has the power to force a vote. And if you remember what happened under Trump, Pelosi and the Democrats forced vote after vote after vote after vote. And each time they did it, more Democrats lined up and voted with them. And they were able to use that to push right. to push the agenda forward. Kevin McCarthy was on television this weekend and he wouldn't even call for Joe Biden's removal. So the Republicans He's are our worst enemy. De- he won't. He won't. He, he'll you know, make too much money as minority leader. You, he doesn't want to be in charge. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't give you 10 cents for Mitch McConnell, Graham, or who's yeah. the one from up north that shoots his mouth off all the time that voted for oh, him which last one are you year? About? Oh, God. Mick Romney. I wouldn't oh, give Mitt you Romney. 10 cents for the three. Oh, where? where, where yeah. Where? Uh, <laughs> I guess you're in the southern U.S. because uh, people don't usually say Utah is up north. But you know, yeah, Mitt Romney. Do you see what he said over the weekend? He blamed Donald Trump for I know. the soldiers that died. Like, where does he get he off? He hates Donald it's insane. Trump because Donald Trump he does. beat him. But I and but Donald I Trump refused think, to I give him a job. Think, yeah, I just think Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell have. Worn out their welcome. Yeah, they have. I mean, I really th- now is the time. Now it's the time to strike. I don't want to make this overly political, right? And it's really not about politics. Uh-huh. This is about country first. But to see Republicans right. just just cave even worse than Biden. And and also, but to credit, we're going to be running a fax blast on this after the podcast. We're going to get it out. Um, just want to get the the fu- the full count. Before we went to air, there were 40 Republicans in the House and Senate now calling for Joe Biden's removal. On Friday, that number was 24. Yeah. So it is growing. It is growing, right? right? It is growing. It's whether or not yes. we can get the GOP leadership, the hierarchy, the establishment types to get on board. That's going to be the ultimate challenge. Because, yeah, as you said, I don't trust them one bit. You know what I was wondering on these 13 mm-hmm. servicemen? I yeah. wonder if any one of their parents were democrats i don't know i don't know i'm i'm, I'm i mean i'm, I'm sure i'm sure there's that. one i'm sure it's possible um yeah 
I, I, I don't know if that'll come out, but um, I'm, I'm sure you probably, we probably, we know what, we know their names now. I'm sure it's possible to search. Yeah. Um, I mean, the military well, tends to be, more to be the families. I think there ought to, yeah, I think there ought to be an investigation on this because why did the, why did the um, CIA person go to that secret meeting and what was said? I don't know. You know, not telling why, why, anybody about that. Why did the, why did the Pentagon know that an attack was coming at that part of the at the airport, and they knew for hours, and they didn't yeah. move those troops away, right? So, again, someone's right. head another, has to roll. Yes, I just think I just think they all need to be investigated, and all of this needs to come out. This cannot be kept secret. It is too big. You can't. It can't, and 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 it is just um, too big. And we and, and and Joe Biden cannot be kept in office because Kamala Harris is worse. It, it's too much. It's too much. If Kamala Harris is worse, then we'll then we'll we'll take that we'll we'll take that on when when we get to it. But Joe Biden, you, you can't have someone commit treason and stay in office because the person behind him is worse. That's right, and she she is like an idiot. I think we could impeach her real quick. Yeah, I think I think so too. I, I, I don't I, I I think I think we get her pretty quickly. Um, she doesn't have a lot of friends in DC. Well, well, Doris, I, I really do appreciate the call. Um, uh, I'm sorry I didn't start well, the joke. I hope I made with you laugh too. a little bit. Yeah, you did. You did. You did. Well, I, hope I, I, I appreciate the call. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right, thanks. Have a good one. Uh, it feels weird to say have a good one. You know, I, I I've said have a good day. I, I ask people calling, how are you? Uh, how's it going? And it's pretty obvious that we're all feeling the same way. We're all feeling the same way. Feel like crap. I mean, I'm finally not sick. I'm, fi- I'm, fi- I'm finally not coughing up a storm. But I, I feel like crap in other ways. Watching this from Joe Biden, watching him quite literally surrender Afghanistan. This wasn't loss. I mean, in 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 Vietnam, as I said earlier, it was the suits, not the boots, that lost the Vietnam War. Right, the suits deliberately the, the suits people in Washington tied the military's hands behind their back, didn't let them win the war, and so it was no it really wasn't a surprise when Saigon got overrun. People could see it coming. We didn't lose Afghanistan. We didn't. We did not lose Afghanistan. Prior to this, no soldier had been killed for eighteen months because the Taliban understood they would be bombed into the Stone Age. They'd be bombed pre-Stone Age if they tried anything. They understood it, and they knew Donald Trump would follow through. So no, we didn't lose Afghanistan. Joe Biden surrendered. It's a key difference. Joe Biden surrendered, and we know that to be a fact because today we we showed it earlier, but I'm going to put it up again. Um, Where is that? That is image number seven. We know it for a fact that he surrendered because you can read it on the screen right next to me. The head of the Taliban's political wing told the U.S. official, we have a problem. We have two options to deal with it. You, the United States military, take responsibility for securing Kabul, or you have to allow us to do it. The military commander got his order from Joe Biden and said, nope, you can have Kabul. We'll take the airport. I don't want to gloss over it, but yada, yada, yada. We see what's happening. The Taliban, some reporting saying deliberately, may have deliberately let that bomber through. Now there's 13 dead Americans plus 169, over 169 civilians dead, not even counting the wounded. I can't even keep track of that number. That keeps, that keeps going up. 
that keeps going up. But no, this was this was treason. Joe Biden surrendered Afghanistan. He surrendered Kabul. If Kabul didn't fall, the Afghan government doesn't fall. If the Afghan doesn't, government doesn't fall, the police don't walk off. The mil- the soldiers don't walk off. There's actually some kind of security. Because yeah, the United States does not have the personnel to secure an entire city. We don't. But if you stopped the Taliban at the gates and didn't allow them in the city, people wouldn't have ran away. Soldiers wouldn't have run away. Police wouldn't have run away. You would have had people standing side by side to help you keep the city safe. But what do we get instead? We got Joe Biden surrendering the city. He again goes on television and blames the Afghans for being cowards. What would you do? I'm, I'm trying to think about what I would do in this situation. If, if I was in the Afghan military and, and I was like, okay, don't worry. The, the United States is our partner. We've been fighting with them. We've been fighting side by side for years. They'll help us. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the, the United States government surrenders the city, right? Let's the Taliban walk in and then gives a list with my name on it to the Taliban. Do you think I'd stay at my post? No, I'd get my family the hell out of there. That's a, that's a lose-lose situation. Joe Biden created this. Joe Biden absolutely created this. At some point, he has, he, I mean, he has to go. Not at some point, he has to go. You can't keep him in office. He's, he's treasonous. He's a traitor. He also is losing his mind, which is very strange. Usually, usually treason has, has a plot to it. You have co-conspirators. Very seldom do you have someone commit treason, but also be incapable of forming a complete sentence. This might be the first, the first dementia treason. I don't know. JJ's on the phone. He wants to talk about how the situation in Afghanistan, from his vantage point, has to be delivered. Oh, sorry, she, she. JJ, welcome to the show. Now, JJ, there? Yeah, I sure am. Can you hear me? I can, I can. I'm sorry I misgendered you just now. I didn't know oh. <laughs> I didn't know until that, that you were a woman. I'm sorry. Um, oh, no. What, well, what? you know, these days, I'm in transition. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what? Okay. We all are. Yeah, no, I, yeah, right. Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> um, no, you know what? The, the, the thing that's been making me crazy, and it's the same thing that was making mm-hmm. me crazy during the Obama administration, we've got the same, we have the same, and I do use, like air quotes on the administration because we all mm-hmm. know um yeah, but there's the same group that was around obama and i see them doing the same types of things like yeah. they are working from the inside to destroy our country on on the global stage they have like betrayed all of our allies it's like they're trying to damage us the same thing when when obama was in as soon as they got into office it was like they were trying to, they were just looting our, yeah. our government. You know, the same thing with all the bailouts and all the lost oh, yeah. money by the billions, these trillion, multi-trillion dollar things that are being passed through. Those are just havens for corruption because all of a sudden oh, yeah. billions of dollars and, and, and just bigger, bigger money goes missing. But I feel like if you, if you think about the way that this whole thing rolled out, everything that they could have done wrong, they did. And yeah. by, by them us betray, betraying our allies, by, you know, our other countries, by betraying the very people that have been alongside of us, it's like they're trying to 
position us into such a weakened position that we will not have anyone that comes to our aid yeah. should a, a huge crisis take place beyond this. And it was the same thing with the apology tour that Obama did. And now what they have done by just, I, I mean, and, and again, while they're doing all this, this stuff over here, I mean, we can't, we can't count the number of fronts that they are assaulting us right, on right. from the COVID, from the mask mandates, from the closures, because I'm in lockdown California. And the sort of oh, wow. nonsense that they are forcing people yeah. to do. And by the way, they just by the way, while all this chaos is going on, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, this bill that they're they're trying to sneak through today, apparently, or as early as today, that they they did a what is the thing called where they do a gut and something of a bill, where they they just um, take, they take all. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. Markup, markup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and exactly. The, 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 but through the transportation, through the transportation mm-hmm. department. So we've had all these emergency meetings, like through our our church that has been very active. Actually, we're we're in. Um, we have some um, allies, you know, we, among other churches. You might say we've kind of got a a group, and they've been actually trying to rescue people from behind enemy lines. They have managed, but then of course you probably heard from uh, Glenn Beck. They got like 500 yeah. people like inside the airport, the state department forced them back out. Yeah. They were begging to get back yeah. in. And then he said that moments later that from that same area, he said it was just blood and body parts. Yeah. You know, of these, yeah, no, and, I, and, and many I, of I them, saw that. I saw that. They, they said it was, it was like a tornado yeah. of body parts. It's heartbreaking. You, yeah, you mentioned and, and, something that you mentioned something that's really, really accurate. You say it's, it's like I'm watching the Obama administration again and you're not yeah. wrong. Mr. Producer, if you put up my no, screen, this is John Kirby. John Kirby's the current Pentagon press secretary for Joe Biden. But if you scroll down on mm-hmm. his Wikipedia page, he was the spokesperson for the United States Department of State under Obama. So, okay. when, right, he was the guy doing press briefings on Benghazi, covering that up. And now he's working for, for Biden, right? So exactly. this, the cast of characters, it's the same cast of characters. And they're crooked to the core. Exactly. And, and it's no surprise mm-hmm. that we have this going on when these are the people that are running it. And these are the people that are running cover. But no, you're absolutely right. It's just like under Obama because it's the same people. Well, also, you know what, with Susan Rice and those, those clowns, you know, it, it, the, the fact that they are, again, they're, they're trying to destroy our reputation. They're trying to destroy us from inside out. Oh, and, and the thing that I was going to mention the bill that they're trying to put through a transportation bill. So basically mm-hmm. they gutted the transportation bill and they filled it in with these, um, what are they, citizen tracking systems? Because they're trying to pass yeah. That, yeah. that vaccine passport. They call it mm-hmm. uh, social credit system. And um, yep. this gal that she called an emergency kind of a lecture over at our church a week ago Sunday, and she was showing us um, she showed us pictures of the app that's already been prepared to put us on this communist-style yeah. social credit system, just like they have yeah. in communist China. And yet they were trying yeah. to sneak it in because we've got the recall. By the way, I, I worked Larry Elder's event on Tuesday. He knocked it out of the park. He's doing amazingly well. I mean, we've, but, well, but we're still wrestling. We're still wrestling with the whole voting fraud issue. And I think you probably yeah. heard that they. 
they're trying to push something through where people can print out their own ballots. Like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> like, oh wow, yeah, that was going to go on there. Yeah, I mean, I, oh, I think yeah. Larry Elder has a chance because uh, as I've been reading into it, it's two specific votes. It should um, should Newsom be recalled, right? And if if the yeah. majority of people mm-hmm. say yes, then it goes to the next round of ballots, and then Larry Elder could win, and he doesn't even need a majority of the vote to win. Um, so that's it's entirely possible for him to win. He doesn't even need a majority technically to win. Um, so yeah. fingers crossed. But yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think they're going to pull out all the stops, um, all the stops to 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 save. But, 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 but in the in the midst in the midst of the chaos, it's kind of like they're saying, "Look over here," while they're still doing their nefarious yeah. stuff over here. You know, yep. and then again, I, don't, do. I I go back to the, like this the Susan Rice's of that administration and I just, and Obama, I feel like just like Obama gave, you know, billions and billions of dollars to, you know, to Iran. I mean, it was yeah. obviously going to be used against us, but, but yeah, it's like obviously. they want to destroy, they, they want to destroy us. They want to humble us yeah. before the world. They want to weaken us. And people that are, have been brought up in these little fluffy, you know, safe spaces. I, I really believe they don't want they, they don't want to be given the freedom because they don't want, know how to make a decision for themselves. They literally want to be told sure. what to do because they have zero coping skills the way that they were raised. And I think it was all premeditated, all of it. You know? Yeah. No, it's like you, it, it's, dumb it's very down, possible. You dumb down each generation. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm. I've got the whole big picture thing and you just see explosions going on everywhere. Well, yeah, no, I, I know exactly it, what you're talking it, about. It's exhausting. I spent like four or five hours trying to get together clips and see what can we talk about today. And I'm focusing on that. And, and you put blinders on because you're like, Oh my God, the president of the United States just committed treason. And like, I ha- we have to talk no about kidding. that. And, but then meanwhile, they're doing this, they're doing that, right. They're doing this at the border. <laughs> it's just like, well, we, we can't focus exactly, on everything. Exactly. And and, see, that's another thing. They've got the border wide open after they have yeah. released all these terrorists and after there's all of this craziness going on and they're still ignoring the border. It's like they are, yeah. it, it's, it's an invasion. It's an absolute well, invasion. And it's well, they're not fully part of the plan. They're not fully ignoring the border because they're asking border patrol agents. So they were asking border patrol agents to go to Afghanistan. So so they're paying attention to the border only in so much as they can use the agents to to process Afghan refugees. Yeah, but, but no, but you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely that, right, though. That's, that's that many fewer people guarding yeah. our own border. Yeah. While these people are pouring over. Oh, my God. No, it's insane. And, and, no, it's, it's, it's mentally no, we, draining. Yeah. It is. It's exhausting. I mean, I'm having nightmares. I mean, I'm just, it's like, you know, we, there, people are talking about like Biden running a second. I'm like, he, he shouldn't even be in there. He's made it yeah. eight months, you know, and it's just been peppered with one just screw up after another. I mean, everything I, I think that so. they touch, they decimate, Every, everything they, they touch. decimate it. The, and, and the important thing is you say they. And I don't think you're using the politically correct pronoun because you didn't want to presume the gender. You're talking about multiple people because it's not just Joe Biden. It's other people. 
So we've known that he has these subordinates that are the ones pulling the strings. I don't think we all thought it went this far. I don't think we all thought that there would be a general in the United States Army start begging the British to stop rescuing American troops because it made the U.S. military look bad. I don't think we expected that a general in Afghanistan would turn American citizens with passports away and send them back into the grips of the Taliban. I don't think we expected that the State Department would tell people to come to the airport and then when they get there, say, we're not going to let you in. Like, like that's beyond Biden. That Because Biden didn't do that. Those are people in the moment apparently making the best decision that they know how and it's just completely wrong. It's completely anti-American. I, I so think... it's so much worse than just Biden because there's all these other people. All these other people. These people didn't get into their positions I, I... in the last seven months. It's been like this forever. We just haven't had Biden... a crisis to, to, think... to show himself. I honestly do Sorry, not think that Biden gives a damn. I don't think he gives a, I don't think Biden gives a damn. He's made that clear throughout. He puts on this whole big show you know, we, we all know, you know, I, I hate throwing around that word racist because I just think it's just ridiculous. But he is, the, he is the classic. Yes. He's like that yes. old school, like that old, like, you know, narrow-minded, yeah. just yeah. A total. And and, it, and it, he slips up every time. He can't, he yeah. can't even follow the narrative. He's not that bright. You know, no, he, no, he's, literally, he, he's, he's literally on camera. He's, already, he's literally, he's literally on camera saying, and this is Joe Biden's word, so don't cut this and say I said it, but Joe Biden is saying like, oh, what happens if we have black people moving into the school district? He has things like that on camera. Right? I mean, it's just, oh, yeah. it's, it's open. The, the he's, he's a racist. Jungle, his racial jungle? Yeah, yeah, the racial but jungle. The way that, the, the expectation that, that we were going to lose. Also, I feel that because he is so deeply compromised, I mean, we know he is deeply compromised and why yeah. they would do certain things in this warfare right now in this, this pullout. I feel that he is answering to whether it be Putin or Chi or one of them that's basically telling him what to do. And he basically yeah. and, and he's so compromised. He can't he can't say otherwise. The fact that they're leaving any of these decisions up to him. I mean, we all knew there were, there were people behind him pulling the strings in a big way. But to this to this, I mean, but they're they're claiming no. that he he absolutely refused to extend the pullout. It's like, yeah. who are we talking about? There's plenty of things that we could still do to retake yeah. the other. What is it, Bagram Airport? Yeah, I mean, it, Bagram it, Air Base. It, it none of it makes any sense. None, none of it makes it, any unless sense. He is, unless he's, unless he's, he's being blackmailed. Unless he's yeah. just unless he's just that cold hearted because he keeps saying, "Well, we haven't done, we haven't lost yet." They haven't lost it yet. I mean, his whole anticipation is that the thing is going to go belly up, you know, and the, yeah. and the, the fact that they would allow all of these people and just to usher in, just hand it over to the Taliban and the way that they left in the middle of the night, just completely demoralizing whatever Afghan army were willing to fight. I'm just, yeah. I'm incensed. I just, I can't believe that this is our country. And I don't think that, that it should reflect on our country, these people that are anti-American, I mean, and that are just trying to destroy us from in, inside out. And this, this yeah, is no. what our new reputation is. It has to be I on just, purpose. It, can't, it just, can't be by accident. It has to be on purpose. Yeah. It has to. No yeah, one gets exactly. it this wrong by accident. Exactly. Well, well JJ, I mean, thank you so much for the I call. I mean, you just name it off. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's everything. It's everything. And I'm, I'm, it's I'm everything. Getting, 
I'm getting my ranting out. Thank you so much. I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I appreciate the call, but if we start listing everything they've done wrong, we'll, we'll have a third hour. <laughs> hey, by, by the way, I know Joe's not there today. I know that Joe's not there today, but I did reach out on FEC United because we need some help. We've got, uh, we've got multiple attorneys. Everybody's like, you know, nobody's getting any sleep to try to address all of these different things. I just yeah. don't know how else to reach him because I sent a, a okay. message to um, him. Um, so, Mr. Producer Josh, can you, um, when we get off the line, can you keep her on the line and, and relay some an email that she can use to get to Joe? Sure. Okay, so don't hang up. That would be great. Thanks. Stay on the Thanks. line, and Producer Josh is going to help you get in touch with him, okay? Thanks. Right. Thank Thanks you so much for your call. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you, and have a great, uh, as, as good as possible, given what's going on rest of your day. Um, so I, I guess we can leave it with um, a heart, an uplifting part. Apparently, I, I haven't. I, I think I've only been to Texas Roadhouse a couple of times, and this isn't an ad for them. They're not a sponsor, but apparently they have a. Most of the locations, at least, have, if not all, have a, a table that they reserve for far for fallen soldiers. That's what I've my understanding. I haven't been there, and I'm sure maybe there's some that don't. But this picture has been making the rounds. If we put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is, I don't know where this is, but it's a, it's a Texas roadhouse and they put out, um, they put out 13 glasses of beer, 13 glasses of beer with boots and a helmet and a folded flag. And it's reserved and it's reserved for the 13 men and women who aren't coming home because, uh, because of Joe Biden. So the, again, this is not, uh, an ad for Texas roadhouse. I know other restaurants have been doing this too, but it's, uh, it, it, it's a kind of a crazy moment that the most heartfelt example, one, one of the most heartfelt responses to this catastrophe came from a restaurant chain and not from the White House because the, what, what the White House gave us, go ahead, put up image, image uh, wh which one is it? Which one's him on the, uh, I, I have it right here. I have it right here. Like, while they're doing that, put it on my screen. This is what we get from the White House. And this is the difference. We get reserved versus that. Kind of crazy. Joe Biden's Joe Biden's America. This guy got removed. And we're, and we're going to be running a fax blast in a, in, a, in a few minutes after we get off the air. It's time to remove Joe Biden from office. There's now over 40 Republican congressmen and senators supporting it. We got to force the vote. Put them on record. Let history remember how congressmen and, sen and senators voted when confronted with Joe Biden's not only dementia, but his abysmal anti-Americanism that we've seen in full force. So yeah, we're going to be running that after the podcast. Make sure you, you tune in for that. And if you haven't already, you can sign up for our email newsletter uh, in the link in our description. You got to do that if you haven't already. Very, very important. You can also text FREEDOM, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 89517, you'll get added to our text alert system. So you get a notification when we go live. We send those notifications out right before, right as, or right after, because we have a big list. It takes a while to get out to everyone. But anyway, you get a notification. You don't have to worry about waiting for Facebook or YouTube. We're not on YouTube anymore, but any of our platforms to notify you, you'll get the text around your phone with all the links to watch. And people don't watch every day. We get that. Um, we're not going to spam you. We're not going to sell your number, but that's the way that we've tried to get around the censorship. Because as I, as I mentioned before we went to air, um, if you put up image zero, Mr. Producer, we need all the help we can get sharing this because Facebook isn't going to let us do it. This is right as we were going live. 
<laughs> no exaggerating, Biden committed treason. Facebook notified us that our post for this episode had 82.7 times less reach than normal. So we need your help. Hit that share button if you haven't already. Give us a thumbs up. Lemons, lemons, lemons. If you want to donate, we'll give them back as fast as we can with the little treasure chest. Um, and yeah, so we go live Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, DLive, Twitch, serve-daily.com, and Clout Hub. Um, so make sure you check us out there. Make sure you subscribe to all the audio places, or not all, at least one, because our sponsors like AirMed Care Network, they care about the audio downloads. That's how they prove how many people watch. They don't care about the live viewers. They care about audio downloads. So make sure you check out the links in our description for, for Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean. Wherever's, wherever you find audio podcasts, you can find us there. Subscribe, set it to auto-download, and that way we can help prove the numbers. Um, so yeah, that's going to be it for the, my, this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Everyone, remember, as, as bleak as it looks, the fight to take back the country isn't over yet. But if we're going to win this, we have to stand up and fight together.